live from the capital of the Commonwealth. This is the Sports Huddle with Bob Black on 1061 ESPN. We're also streaming live at ESPNRichmond.com and on the iHeartRadio app. Call in and talk with Bob anytime at 327-0888. Now, here's Bob Black with the Sports Huddle on 1061 ESPN. The numerals intercepted. He overthrew everybody. Gibson got it at the 15. Up the right sideline to the 35. Prescott in the gun. They blitz him off the edge. He throws it right. Tip. Incomplete. Warner with the interception. To the 30. To the 25. In and out of the hands of Michael Gallup. Into the arms of Fred Warner. Three turnovers tonight. Almost an identical interception in a different area of the field. You know what's really funny and apropos about us running those play-by-play highlights from last night's Cowboys 49ers game is that we are coming to you live this afternoon from Uptown Alley, the perfect spot to watch any of the NFL football, Monday, Sunday, Thursday, the college games, baseball playoffs, NASCAR, all of that. But on their real big screen TV right in front of us, they were showing the three interceptions that Dak Prescott threw yesterday as we were playing them for you to kick off the sports huddle this afternoon. Thrilled to be back here at Uptown Alley, 6101 Brad McNear Parkway. They'll have the Monday night game on tonight, the Packers and the Raiders. They'll have the National League Baseball playoffs on here as well, and they have all sorts of Monday night specials that we will get into during the next couple of hours as we broadcast live back at Uptown Alley here here on 6101 Brad McNear Parkway. So we can all pretty much agree that we were happy to see the Cowboys get trounced. Maybe everybody except my on-site producer this afternoon, AJ. Uh, He is a little bit of a Dallas fan? No, no. I just have friends in, in, in many area codes, Bob. Well, then you can trash talk them. Oh, I, I'll, as well. I'll trash this talk This is one this of the team. fun things to do is to trash talk the Cowboys, whether you're a Commanders fan or an Eagles fan or a Miami fan or a Giants fan. Well, my drinking buddy went to New England, so. We all love to see the Cowboys lose. Now, look, I was a little bit betwixt and between being an Eagles fan because I'm thinking big picture here, and I'm thinking top seed when we get to the NFC playoffs, and the 49ers are obviously – the biggest threat to the defending NFC champion, Philadelphia Eagles. So there was a part of me that was thinking, maybe I want the Cowboys to win. No, 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 no. I was about to say, the the grin on your face right now says different. Couldn't do it. Glad the 49ers whipped up on them 42-10. to And even happier that the Eagles played all around their best game of the year to this point. Uh, Hertz was great. The offensive and defensive lines were tremendous. Um, They dominated the second half of that game. The Rams never got across midfield in the second half. Pretty hard to score and pretty hard to win a game when you don't get across midfield into the other team's territory. So really pleased with what the Eagles did in yesterday's win out there on the West Coast. It looked like a home game at times for the Eagles with all those Philly fans out there. And they went to 5-0, and leaving them and the 49ers, the two remaining unbeaten teams at 5-0 and in the NFL. We're going to talk much more about the NFL games and a wild, wacky weekend of college football as well. But you know that the one thing I loved over the weekend 
the baseball playoffs and the way the National League Division Series opened in Atlanta on Saturday night with the Phillies knocking off the Atlanta Braves by a score of three to nothing to take a one game to none lead in the best of five series they can go for victory number two in tonight's game that you will hear right here on 1061 espn um and we'll be on the air at 5:45 with our pregame coverage of the braves and the um is he on with us is, is bob on with us robert kind of was waiting on here i'm getting texts that it's hard to read while i'm on the air so what's that making me hold so he's not on with us yet he is on hold with us all right we'll get our communications straight here as as we move along not the first time we've done my first remote yeah it's It's your first remote so all right and uh, robert in the studio as well so let's talk about that and all of the baseball from the weekend uh bob nightingale from usa today their baseball writer extraordinaire has been on our airwaves several times during the course of the season and we were hoping we'd get him back in the postseason and we have bob thanks for hanging on there and uh, welcome to our program this afternoon thanks for talking a little baseball playoffs with us how are you? Yeah, doing great. Thanks, Bob. Hey, Bob, let me start by what do you make of the teams that got the buys struggling at the start of their series, whether it was the Orioles, the Braves, the Dodgers, even the Astros won the first game but then lost the second one. Is there a common thread here, or is this just coincidence this year that that's happening, or is there something to that long layoff that these teams ironically have earned by being the best teams during the regular season? Well, you're so used to playing every day. To, you know, so for the teams to layoff, it's like a, uh, you know, a day extra than a, than a all-star break. You know, in the past, I remember when the Tigers uh, – Twice swept in the ALCS, and both times the World Series they stunk a place up. Uh, you know the team that changed that was Washington Nationals in 2019. Had about an eight-day layoff and still won the World Series. So, but you know, I, I saw where Bruce Bochy was asked about that today. You know, do you think it worked out better uh, for you not win the division? And he goes, Well, it worked out. But I still would prefer to have the, having the time off. And the time mm-hmm. off was really important to the Houston Astros. Uh, so, I mean, there's an advantage to not, you know, to win the division, you know, you know catching your breath and resetting your rotation. Uh, but, but yeah, we, we saw it last year, too, uh, you know, some surprises. I mean, I think last year we thought, well, hey, Atlanta got surprised, but the Phillies are ready this time. And you know, it didn't work out in game one either. Well, since you mentioned the Rangers taking the first two games in Baltimore, let me start with that series with you. And during the regular season, Bob, and we follow the Orioles fairly closely. They're in our region, all of that. And everybody was so impressed, obviously, by what they did, the young guys who played so well all regular season. And the question came about, how will those youngsters in the postseason, in the spotlight for the first time, react? So how much of the first two game wins by the Rangers was simple? with the Rangers doing what they do and mashing the ball all over Camden Yards? And how much of it do you think was an inexperienced playoff team in the Baltimore Orioles? Well, I think the inexperience really, it really has shown up with the Orioles. I mean, kind of worried about that. Uh, I remember saying, when, hey, when they make the playoffs, you know, I, I don't like their chances just because they're so young. They haven't been there before. It reminds me of the 2015 Astros. You know, once they got, you know, burst in, and then, uh, you know, got beat early. 
but then just took off and obviously created a dynasty. I think the Orioles do the same thing. I think the AL East will run through Baltimore every year now for the next five or six years. Hmm. So, and and the Rangers are, are uh, I've never seen a team this streaky uh, make that make the uh, playoffs. Uh, I'll maybe go back to like in the eighties with the Brewers, eighty-seven Brewers, I think it was. But yeah, so many streaks of winning eight, losing eight, that sort of thing. And now, you know, unfortunately for these other teams, they're catching the Rangers on a hot streak. Yeah, they've been hot pretty much most of the year. I remember they started off really hot back in April and May and, and crushing the ball all over the place. So if the um, Orioles are dealing with uh, maybe the playoff pressure in experience, take us now to the Atlanta Braves, who win 104 games, have won the division six straight years. Is there a playoff pressure that they're feeling now from the narrative that says without a World Series championship, this season really meant nothing to them? Was there that kind of pressure on the Atlanta Braves, at least in game one on Saturday night? Yeah, you know, I mean, I think that goes with the Dodgers every year. I think it goes with the Yankees Mm -hmm. every year. Uh, World Series or bust. Uh, you know, and I won't take anything away from Philly's pitching, but a team like that, when you're sitting around for five days, you know, maybe those bats do get cold. You know, you're not you're used to an everyday routine, and they're out of it. So I would expect the uh, expect Atlanta to bounce back. Just, you know, too many good hitters. You know, I know, you know, Zach Wheeler's going, and he's been lights out, but still, uh, this Atlanta team is very good, particularly at home. So yeah, we'll yeah, we'll see. But I mean, there's there's pressure, but you know, it's good pressure. It's, it's nice to be that great mm-hmm. where it's World Series or bust every year. Was the biggest surprise perhaps over the weekend to you what the Diamondbacks did to um, the Dodgers and Clayton Kershaw? It was a surprise, but then when you talk to uh, the Diamondback people, they say you know, Game One was must because as great as Kershaw's been. I think the other pitchers in rotation are better, even though they're young, like Bobby Miller tonight. Just that Kershaw is not the same Kershaw bold. Uh, so, you know, some of these teams get intimidated just by the name. And Diamondbacks have faced them enough, they, they weren't. Say, okay, you know, we always got the three Cy Youngs, you know, he's going to Cooperstown. But it's not the Kershaw, it's not the vintage Kershaw. And it sure wasn't in game one. I mean, through a lot of strikes, but just, you know, they were crushing everything. And then lastly, Bob, we'll finish it up with Astros and Twins. Uh, Minnesota with a great job in the wild card and then takes a game in Houston to get the home field advantage. And we say this all the time. It's really hard to win a championship. It's probably even harder to repeat as champions. Where do you think the Astros are right now with that series at 1-1 going to Minnesota? Yeah, it's funny. A high uh, ranking executive told me in July he was picking the Twins to win the World Series then. It, it kind wow. of reminds you of the Brewers, where you know the offense is uh, a little shaky, but very, very good pitching, as you know, as we saw yesterday uh, with Lopez. Now they got Sonny Gray going. Uh, you know, this is Astros' time of year, six straight ALCSs. So I think that's got a chance to be, you know, the best of the uh, four series. Uh, you know, it's almost like you know you're thinking, okay, this thing's going to go five games. It could be almost anybody's. So. Yeah, Minnesota gained confidence, and they finally won that first playoff game against Toronto. You know, here they know that they won three postseason games. You know, more postseason games than win the last, you know, 27 years. Hey, Bob, last year you got a couple favorites to come out of these uh, championship series, uh, uh, division series and into the league championship series? 
I mean, I still like Atlanta. I mean, they won the division by 14 games for a reason. I know the Phillies are hot. We'll see. Well, I mean, obviously, it's a <laughs> must-win for uh, for Atlanta tonight. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. it's hard to say you're going to sweep Phillies at, at that ballpark, which I think is the toughest place on the road uh, of any of these teams to play. So I still like them. Uh, and I think, you know, whoever wins that series should run right over the Dodgers and Diamondbacks in the uh, NLCS. i that good. Mm-hmm. AL, I think, mm-hmm. is wide, wide open. I mean, I thought that going in. Uh, I see where Texas Rangers now are the favorites. Uh, yeah. makers. You know, I'm not sure I'd go that far, but I but I do think it's uh, wide open as as anybody's. I mean, all, mm-hmm. all uh, I don't you know I don't see Baltimore doing it, but certainly the three other teams I think have a legitimate shot. Mm-hmm. All right, Bob. National League games tonight, and then you got all four of them going tomorrow as well. Uh, look forward to catching up with you maybe later in the playoffs and as we get to the World Series. Always appreciate your perspective. Thanks for joining us here in Richmond this afternoon, Bob. Sure, my pleasure. Take care, buddy. Bye. There goes Bob Nightingale. Thank you, my friend, from USA Today, longtime award-winning columnist, baseball guy, through and through. Bob Nightingale, USA Today, gets us going this afternoon. And, hey, look, he, we brought up a couple things with that first question that I want to talk about. Maybe we'll do it right after the break. And Matt Josephs is back in the studio, and he's going to join me. We'll do a mashup Monday with me here at Uptown Alley and him in the studio. And I do want to pick up on that a little bit, a couple of the points that uh, Bob made and this Bob wants to make a couple about being a division champ, about getting the buy, about the long layoff, and what baseball might do to tweak it just a little bit to try and give those teams even a little bit more of an advantage having been the best over 162 games. You should be rewarded somehow for that, and it doesn't appear as though the advantage that they're getting right now, which is basically home field advantage and the long layoff, is helping them all that much. So I want to talk about that a little bit more, and then here's what else we're going to talk about on today's Sports Huddle. Here's what's coming up on today's Sports Huddle. Just a huge fan of sports. This is the River City Rundown. River City Rundown brought to you by the Richmond chapter of the American Red Cross. Your help is needed for the Red Cross to continue to be on call for local and national emergencies. To learn how you can volunteer or even more importantly, donate blood if you can, visit redcross.org. All right, first and foremost, we are at Uptown Alley over here on Brad McNear Parkway. And if you're coming by this afternoon or this evening to watch the football or the baseball, we are broadcasting live right up on the stage by the big circular bar with all of the TVs. They got the bowling right down below us. If you're coming in this afternoon or this evening, if you're the first one to come over and say hello to AJ and me, I got a $25 gift card right here. Maybe you can hear it in my grubby little hands that we will give away to the first person listening this afternoon on 1061 ESPN who comes into Uptown Alley. Come over and say hello to AJ and me, and I got a $25 gift card. If everybody is too shy... Before we get off the air this afternoon, we'll give it away to one of our favorite listeners. Uh We'll have them dial up and call in. But for now, I want to see a smiling face here this afternoon. 25 goes a long way here. Yes, it does. We'll give away that $25 gift card to Uptown Alley. They're going to have all sorts of tailgate specials this evening for the football. they got happy hour beverage specials and all sorts of really neat events 
and I'm going to hold off on running those down because our good friend Michelle Vivian is going to join us from Uptown Alley at the bottom of the hour, and she'll be able to tell all the things they've got coming up all through the month of October, all the way up and through Halloween. So plenty of fun things coming up here at Uptown Alley. She will join us at 4.30 or so this afternoon. We are wide open. Beyond that, we're actually going to take you up until 5.45 this evening. We'll have the Braves pregame show, and Braves Radio Network brings you game two of the Braves and the Phillies. All right, let's get a break in here. We'll come back on the other side. Matt will join me for a mashup Monday edition of the Sports Huddle as I broadcast live from Uptown Alley and hope to see you out here this afternoon or hear from you. 804-327-0888. 327-0888. Back after the break, 1061 ESPN. For the second straight week, the Cowboys are California dreaming under the lights. This time on a Monday in SoFi Stadium against Justin Herbert and the Los Angeles Chargers. Kickoff for this Monday night party is set for 8-15 and we'll have all the action right here on your home for the Dallas Cowboys. 1061 ESPN Richmond. Traffic. All right, welcome back. Bob Black with you here at Uptown Alley. Brent McNear Parkway. We're going to be talking with Michelle Vivian, Director of Corporate Sales. Big sports fan. She's got all of the specials that are coming up, not only tonight, but throughout the entire month of October. And they got plenty of fun stuff coming up here, and we hope you'll get out here as well. All right, let me bring Matt Josephs. He's back in the studio, did Border to Border from 3 until 4. It's a Monday. We've had a lot of fun with our mashup Monday where we kind of cross over and you get the best of both of us, and you can also be a part of it, 804-327-0888. So, Matt, I'll preface this by saying I really do think it's sour grapes of the fans of the Braves and the Dodgers and um, the Orioles and a little bit of the Astros as the first and second place teams who had all this time off before they played. And as Bob Nightingale said, just like last year, they have struggled after having five or six days off between the end of the regular season and the time they play. Now they get the advantage of having been the one or the two seed. They can set their pitching. They can rest up. They can do whatever they want. But it doesn't seem as though they're taking advantage of the benefits that they are given by being the one and two seed. Has this even dawned on you, Matt? Or do you not even care because the Phillies took care of business Saturday night? I think it's one of the stupidest arguments I ever heard because in every sport you want to buy in the postseason and suddenly baseball's different? Like, are we just... I understand that there's the week off and you can get cold, but no one complains in football. The Eagles didn't complain last year year that they had the one seed and they had a week off and they they weren't playing football. Like, I just... I think it's a foolish thing that losing teams are saying right now. I think it makes more sense in football because of the contact nature of the sport. And I think in and of itself, that helps you to have the buy. I, I get that. And believe me, I'm with you for the most part. However, I did have a conversation with my baseball smart, loving son yesterday, Will, down in Raleigh-Durham, down at, down at Duke. And we came up with a couple of ideas that I think might give the one and two seeds even a little bit more um incentive because i do think after 162 games you do deserve something if you've proven like the braves you're 14 games better than anybody else maybe you do deserve a little more so let me just throw out two of them try and have an open mind on this matt and tell me what you think and maybe it wouldn't help them in the least i don't know because i'm thinking the phillies are going to win the east next 
year, so I want them to have an even better advantage. What would you think of reseeding the teams after the wild card? Instead of doing it like the NCAA basketball tournament where it's bracketed, if you reseed them, wouldn't that give the one and two seeds even a little bit more advantage? The disadvantage there is they don't know who they're playing and who are they scouting and all of that. But if you had reseeded this team, theoretically at least, the Braves would have gotten the Diamondbacks, who had the worst record of the four remaining teams, and the Phillies would have gotten the Dodgers. Would that be even a little bit more of an advantage to the first and second place teams? No. No, because what? Because well, who's to say that we don't have a year where all the teams in one division are really good and their record, you know, and then you have a team who won a different division who wasn't as good. Like, why don't we just line up and have the the, the Braves be able to pick? Like, hey, who would you like to play? Oh, well, Arizona. Wait a minute, that's the point. That's exact. You just you just made my point. That's no. exactly the point. But if they so think you would they, reseed that, it so that they would be guaranteed to play the team with the worst record because they deserve it as having the best record. But maybe they match up better with the team who has a different. Seed. Maybe they. I mean, it's not necessarily. Bobby, we the 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 Phillies were the worst team by number seed wise last year in the playoffs, and they made the World Series. So it doesn't mean that if you have the worst seed, that you are the worst team that makes the playoffs. Well, you got to go by something, and that's why we have a record after 162 games. It's got to mean something to somebody to do that. Because they seeded them to begin with, right? So why couldn't you just reseed them? So theoretically, it would give the number one team the opportunity to play the team with the worst record. Not saying the worst team, Matt. I'm just saying the team with the worst record of the teams remaining. That, to me, would give them a little bit more of advantage. And here's number two. Just to try and take away one of these days of the long layoff. Because I think in baseball, unlike football, I think that's comparing apples and oranges. In football, everybody would want the week off especially after playing 17 games in 18 weeks. It's a contact sport. Your body's bruised, battered, and beaten. In baseball, they don't operate that way. They play day in and day out, save the exception of a day off You know, every once in a while. So I wonder if you would just play the wild card games Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and immediately start the division series on Friday. So that if you win that wild card series in three games, you're going right at it on Friday. You don't have the advantage to rest your pitchers an extra day. And the teams that finish first and second, their layoff will be one day less, and it might give them a little bit of an advantage. Or I can give you a better idea. How about the three teams who have won 100 games put their big boy pants on and win the first game of the series? Like, I mean, who's to say Arizona doesn't go to Atlanta and win that game? Then what? Should we just have Atlanta be able to pick, like, Colorado or the Nationals to play in the first round so they have an easy start to their playoffs? Well, I agree with that. I'm just trying to give the first and second place teams that deserve something for having the best record over 162 games a way to have more of an advantage. And it's a good advantage. Don't get me wrong. They've had the layoff. They can set their pitching exactly as they want it. I just think this would give them a little bit more. And if you're a wild card team that is as good as teams that swept, you do get a day off, right? You would still wait till Friday to do that. And I heard you talking last week. You didn't like the games on the weekend anyway. So I'm trying to help you here by putting them on Friday. 
Yeah, but you know what? The, the 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 teams that made the wild card round aren't starting their aces in this. That's another advantage. The Phillies are not started. Didn't start their one or two. They started their three. Arizona, I think, started their three. All those teams who won started, in theory, their third best pitcher, which is another advantage for those teams. So I I just I, I'm tired of the complaining. Just go out there. You won over a hundred games. All three of those teams who lost. So go out there and play like the team you're supposed to be. As I said, it was sour grapes, and um, I agree with that for sure. Now, the other advantage that a wild-card team like Philadelphia gets is now they can put Zach Wheeler out there twice in this series because of the days off, both between when they won and the days off because of television. And if you went the other route, you might eliminate that. And again, I'm just saying, I think the, the as many advantages as I can give the first and second place team with the remaining teams in there, I would give them because I do think they deserve something. And for all you critics that say 162 games is too long, I'm trying to make it worth more for 162 games. Having said all that, I'm fine with what's happening right now. It was just a couple of tweaks that I think could be thrown out there. And let's see where this conversation goes in 365 days when the Phillies have won the National League East next year and see what they do with it. Well, then get rid of the two off days. Like, that was dumb. Like, the Phillies series has, what, three off days? That that shouldn't be. You should be playing almost every day unless you're tra- and then throw a travel day in there. I agree with that. I do. I, I think that was purely for television, and I think it actually hurt baseball. I know you get big time into the ratings and who's watching what and everything. I was having a conversation with somebody else yesterday. I think having all four baseball games Saturday and Sunday, I know it would have gone up against college and it would have gone up against the NFL. I think that would have helped baseball, though. There would have been more opportunity to catch part of a baseball game Saturday or Sunday if they were just on all day. And when there were commercials on your favorite college and NFL game, you would switch to baseball because it would be there. Whereas Saturday and Sunday, it was only there in the evening because there were only two games. I'm with you on that. I would play other than a travel day between cities and a day between the series, I wouldn't be doing what they're doing right now in the National American Leagues. Yeah, it's just, I mean, let's not make excuses because what if the home teams win those games like they're supposed to? Then we don't have to make these excuses. So it's just teams that are losing. I feel bad for the Orioles. You know, it's they had a great year and they're down 0-2. Go win the next couple of games and, and, and bounce back. Yeah, we'll see if they can. I think that's going to be really hard, but they put themselves in that 0-2 hole. Uh, much to our discussion, uh, they were great during the regular season, but how are these first-time guys in the play- playoffs going to react? Give the, the Rangers a lot of credit for sure. But I do think there was something to the pressure of postseason baseball for the first time for Baltimore, and I also think there's some pressure on the Braves to win it all, that just winning 104 games isn't good enough anymore in Atlanta. They certainly showed it on Saturday night. Uh, um, you know, they came up empty against the Phillies, and their fans were awful. And what Larry Anderson said on the Philly broadcast, I'm going to accentuate as we go to the break here in just a moment, and that is, please remember, the fans that were throwing things on the field Saturday night, that game was being played in Atlanta, not in Philadelphia. We take the break at the bottom of the hour. Mashup Monday on the Sports Huddle Live from Uptown Alley, 1061 ESPN. Regular season long. Now it's time for the race to the fall classic. 1061 ESPN is your exclusive home for the MLB postseason in Richmond. I 
right, welcome back. Bob Black back with you. Sports Hub. Moving along on a Monday afternoon. We are thrilled for the first time this football season to be out here live at Uptown Alley 6101 Brad McNear Parkway. As we've been telling you, it's your perfect spot to watch all the NFL, whether it's tonight, Monday night, with the Packers and the Raiders, the Sunday games, the Thursday night NFL package, all of that, plus all of the college football games, plus all of the Major League Baseball playoffs, NASCAR, and much, much more. Let's talk about all of that and everything else that they got going on here at Uptown Alley. Michelle Vivian is back with us this afternoon, and she joins me across the table here on the stage right in front of the beautiful circular bar. That's right. Hello, everybody again. How are you? I'm great. How are you guys? Doing great. It's a Monday, so you got big things going on a Monday. Let's start there. Yeah, absolutely. So for Monday, we have our uh, one of our best new specials that we just started out as our two buckets, our two bucket specials. So we have our five pounds of chicken wings in one bucket. All right, that's enough for me. What's everybody yeah, else going to do? Yeah, you have to wash it down. <laughs> oh, oh, so then you can get five count of uh, domestic beers here um, on a nice icy cold bucket for forty nine ninety nine. It looks delicious. It's making me hungry. About and thirsty, to be honest with you. That is I agree. the all time great combination <laughs> both. to watch That's football. Me both. Right. All right. So you got that going every Monday during the football season. Every Monday. Season? Yep, okay. definitely. All right. And then you've also got a tailgate menu that kind of, you know, complements all of the football on the TVs, right? Yeah, and the nice thing about the tailgate menu is it's for um, all the days on football. So it's Mondays, Thursdays, Saturday, and Sunday. So you can get it anywhere um, anytime you want. So they do big like margarita towers, oh, so oh. delicious. And then they do the um, the beer towers as well that you can get mm-hmm. so two or more people can share those so they're always tasty and then there's a bunch of little different food specials that we have um one of the most popular is our stadium nachos so that's for up to two to three people that can share those as well um so those are really delicious and then there's all kinds of little different um, ones that you can um choose from like the yard family meal so that one has a little combination of everything all together mm-hmm. in it too so it's definitely enough to to eat and drink here for sure looks great Sounds great. How's it been going so far? I guess we're, what, about five weeks into the NFL season, maybe six weeks into the college yeah. football season? Yep, you know. Well, it depends. Uh, how's it been going for who, Uptown Alley or for the Bills? Uh, well, we were going to get to the Bills. <laughs> I was going to get through most of our conversation because oh, yeah. you're talk smiling, about Uptown you're laughing, you're We should happy. talk about Uptown Alley first. Yeah, That's well, why we're really here. Yes, yes. Uh, ab- absolutely. <laughs> So how has it been? I mean, no, everything's been going really good. It's um, it's great to have football back. So it's been wonderful for everybody, and we've been really busy. And I think the new special's been going over really well, and a lot of extra TVs we brought in. Um, So we brought in. They're really cool. They're like on the wheels that we wheel out to the patio now, so you can sit out in the patios and watch the TVs. And we put one over here in the lounge area too. I think they're like eighty or ninety inches. It's a pretty good size. Yeah. So we've been adding some new TVs just so everybody has. Uh, plenty of spots to watch everything and then getting ready for a little uh, MLB playoffs yeah, tonight too. Absolutely. So And you get all the games on there? We do. Mm-hmm. Viewer's choice. Yep. So how do you handle that? Yeah, usually usually <laughs> so it's funny, right? So most of the time it is viewer's choice uh, but for Sundays, like for football games, you, you tend to have the same, like a lot of regulars mm-hmm. so they kind of go to the same little areas so you're like, oh, over here's the Raiders side and over here's uh, you know, um, Green the Packers, and then of course you got all the crazy Bills Mafia fans that come in here every single Sunday too. So that's great. It's, it's wonderful to have those guys. They have a little um, Chesterfield uh, backer Bills Mafia. Uh, 
that club that comes in here every Sunday too. So, so they're the most popular one here. Yeah, or they are. There are other teams. They, that... they are now, actually. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, they bring in a good 150, 200 people. Is that right? Yeah, wow. yeah it's wild. I always thought the Steelers kind of cool. traveled well. We have Do some awesome Steeler Steelers fans. fans. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they're always kind of like in the little back section back here. It's funny. Everybody kind of has their own little area, and then it just depends on the game, right? Of mm-hmm. what you put on the TV, like what's kind of we look it up and try to see. Okay, what's going to have the most ratings? What's going to be the biggest watched game to actually put the sound on and to put on the uh, actual big projector. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But everything else, of course, we have all the games here. So. Yep. And yeah. while all this is going on, you still have everything else available yeah. for folks, right? Because this is more than just a sports watching it is. place, it is. not it? Yep. So 38 lanes of bowling. So there are awesome little boutique bowling mm-hmm. there. Um, some private areas as well that we can section off for you all if you're looking to do like a fun social event uh-huh. or a corporate event or something along the lines of that. Yeah, it's, the venue's two stories, so there's lanes downstairs yeah. and upstairs. Yep. And then, of course, we have our arcade. Um, we just got our new game a little bit ago, The Fast and the Furious. So that's been really popular. Mm-hmm. People really seem to enjoy that mm-hmm. one, too. So that's cool. Yeah. No, then, awful lot. Go ahead. Finish yep, up. No, just yeah. handcrafted menu. You know, the food's great here. So if you haven't been Indeed, here, you should yep. come try Indeed it out. Indeed it is. I've tried it's it. definitely not it bowling is. alley food. Right. Exactly. That's a great way. <laughs> right, There's your right. motto right there. That's right. Not bowling alley <laughs> no. food. That's for sure. And really cool bowling alley lanes. That yeah. You have yeah. It's really, very. really neat for sure. And you do have the outdoor areas still yep. going, right? I mean, yeah. I know the weather's eventually going to cool off. I but know. For now, that's Oh, my gosh. Like yesterday and this morning, it was freezing. Yes, it was. What happened? What happened to fall? I don't know. Did you have people out? Why yesterday? are we going to winter? We don't Ooh. want that. I hate that, Michelle. I didn't like it. You're a buffalo person. Yeah, what, what are you no, talking about? Yeah, no, that's why I don't live there. That's true. Good point. Oh. That's, you have people outside yesterday? I can't do it. Yep, they still they, are outside yesterday. Tough. So we have the heaters out there, which is pretty cool. Oh, that's so we, good, too. So we can bring the heaters out there and turn those on as well. Yep. So right now, not too, too bad. When it's winter, winter, you know, December, January, maybe not the best place right. to sit. But. Yeah, but you have plenty <laughs> indoor seating that's right. at that point, for Tons. sure. Uh, all right, so before we get to winter, in all seriousness, yeah. we will get through the month of October, and you've got a great event coming up, uh, I guess what I would call Halloween weekend, mm-hmm. on Saturday, October 28th, your booze B-O-O-S. That's right. Booze and Brews. Booze and Brews. Yeah. So this is the fourth year that we've done this event, and it's an awesome event because it's an indoor-outdoor event. So we have our uh, DJ, um, DJ Jason Page is going to be outside. Mm-hmm. He's kind of starts the night off a little bit for us. And then Tease, which is a definite crowd favorite. People love them. They're a lot of fun. I don't know if you've seen them before, mm-hmm. but they're a trip. They're good. They're 8 p.m. Um, outside stage as well. Oh, cool. And then Silver Bullets plays um, inside. And then the best part about this night, why it's so busy too is we have a costume contest and it's a thousand dollar cash money prize are you the judge so i'm not the judge no (laughs) no actually the nice part is the audience is the judge okay so they okay. get to cheer on yep. everybody for yep. who wins, you know. So yep. we try to make it nice and fair, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just 15 bucks is what it costs for the whole thing, indoor, outdoor. They have all kinds of drink specials, food specials. We decorate it all. And it's fun. I love Halloween. What will you be for Halloween? It's my favorite. Got, I don't know yet. yet. We don't have, I have to think about it. Okay. I just spent the last two weekends decorating the house, like all outside. I go a little crazy with the lights and scary things and all this stuff. So now that I'm done with that i got to figure out costume. I, I, I love you for that because I love that you're decorating for Halloween. Yep. Because nothing has ticked me off more lately than going into stores, and they've totally bypassed Halloween, and the Christmas decorations are out already. Makes me so I, like, want to boycott those stores. I do. So for you to say that you're decorating your house with Halloween oh, yeah. is great. Yep. That's awesome. Yep. That, that is really it's cool. It's fun. That's good. So you got that coming up again October 28th. We do. Here at Uptown Thank you guys. Alley. Yeah, um, it's awesome. That, yeah. And you said 
that fourth year that you've done it? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Great. Yep. And the That's band. great. Oh, we have a big tent out there, too, just so everybody knows as well, with the heaters and stuff in case it is a little bit chilly. Mm-hmm. Um, you can hang out in the tent, and they bring in, like, uh, this year, this is kind of cool. We're having a little, um, like, a beer truck. It's our um, brands that we bring, but it's going to be set up a little bit different, so it's going to look really cool, too, nice. that we'll kind of decorate it a little spooky. So we try to add a few new things to it every year. So No wonder you were having that high-level meeting over that here is. before. You must be planning this whole thing <laughs> that out, is, huh? That is. That's a lot of it. It yep. is. Yep. That's a lot of planning oh, yeah. that goes into that. Yep. Well, that sounds like a great event. I think you have a, you'll have it's a great be awesome. e- Absolutely. You'll have a great evening for that one. All right. I got one more that I want to get to you about, and then maybe we'll talk a little about your bills. Yeah. What happened to them in oh, London man. yesterday? I woke up to watch that game. I was so surprised. But hold on. We'll get to that in just a minute. Um, you got one more flyer here in the, in the restaurant that I was looking at and wondered about it because I don't think we've talked about this one before. And as I said, we've had you on several times. Pizza with a purpose. What is pizza with a purpose all That's about? That's right. So October is uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So we wanted to make sure that we joined in a little bit and that we were able to help uh, fundraise some money. Um, all the money is going in the Virginia Breast Cancer Association, excuse me, foundation, I apologize. And we're donating um, a portion of, so every time anyone buys a single pizza here, so you could buy like the big pizzas or you could mm-hmm. buy like the little personal pizzas. So every time they buy the personal pizza, then a percentage of the monies from those pizzas are going right back to the Virginia Breast Cancer foundation and then we have these nice ribbons where you could write in memory of or hey we beat nice. you know we beat it whatever you know whatever your thing is we beat mm-hmm. cancer you know and we could hang them all up around the venue and stuff too so so it's we're really happy to be able to do that and to um have such a good partnership wow so is that going on right now yes sir all the way till the end of october so if i ordered a Whole personal month. pizza while i'm here today that's right a portion of that proceed would go yep and a ribbon well, get a ribbon i think you've just convinced ribbon. me on what right? to get this I afternoon know. i'm gonna look at that menu and, and order something They're but good. Uh, pizza is one of my favorites, so I will do that to help the Virginia Breast Cancer well, Foundation. You. Very cool. All right. Um, hey, I want to mention one other thing. Uh, one of our sister stations is K95. Yeah. And you do have a night. We uh, sure do. With K95. Yeah, Wednesday night. It's awesome. Right? Yeah. Yes. Wednesday night is okay. our night with uh, K95, and it's our country night mm-hmm. and our, um, our country line dancing nights. Too. So it's free. It starts at 7. Um, Kicking Country is who teaches the line dancing mm-hmm. lessons. And then K95 crew is out here, and they do fun little, like, little giveaways and concert tickets and different stuff like that. And it's actually a lot of fun, yeah. especially if you've uh, ever wanted to try a little bit of line dancing. <laughs> they Did teach you. Try you. It? They teach Have you. Have you tried it? No. No, no. I, don't blame I, I stand actual. far back. And yeah, I just I'm, look I'm at these with, people like, oh, my gosh, how do they do that? Right. That's I'm a hiding. Good, that's a good midweek thing to have. Right? <laughs> yeah. You said Wednesdays, yeah. right? Wednesdays. That's mm-hmm. a perfect middle of it the week. It gets pretty thing. busy for that, which is yeah. really nice. Mm-hmm. Man, is there any time you don't have anything going on here? My goodness. I don't think so. I don't either. Every day. I don't either. Oof. Refresh my memory. It's exhausting. How, it is. Although <laughs> you kidding. look fresh and ready to go <laughs> and fit and all of that. Must be because it's Monday. Maybe. Just getting started for the week, right? Refresh my memory. How long have you been here doing this? Uh, oh, I just had my 10-year anniversary. I had a feeling that's what you were going to tell yeah, me. Yeah, in September. So 10 years. I think last year we talked about that, mm-hmm. and you were like, this next year will be my 10. Yeah, it's and crazy. So it just happened. Yeah. They throw you a big party or anything? I, I'm, I'm going to make them. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. I'm thinking about my terms. Yes, make, my them, party make terms. them throw a huge party <laughs> for you. Absolutely. Well, this is all really great stuff. Um, and we'll continue to great talk stuff. about it throughout the course of the yeah. afternoon. we got the gift card that we're going to give right. away, good, $25 good. gift card, before we get off the air here this afternoon. And all right, let's finish up. What happened to your bills I yesterday, don't know. Michelle? 
I don't know, jet lag? That's what we're going to go Maybe. with, it seems. Some some people are going with the referees, but I don't like to blame the referees <laughs> on things, right? right? Fate's yep. usually in your own hands, so yep. maybe a little maybe maybe a little bit of everything. Yeah. All the defense was hurt. I don't know. It just was a, yeah, I, I wish I would have slept in. I, yeah, exactly. I, was, I was like, maybe yeah, I should <laughs> yeah. just sleep in. Uh, but they'll be in know, this but, thing for the long haul. But that's haul, all right. right? You know, no, it was one game. You know, yeah. I felt good the week before beating those Dolphins. Yeah. I felt yep. real good. So. And, you, and you took the commanders to the woods. Shed. Yep, yep. I went to that game. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. I took my dad. It was really nice. Brought him in from Buffalo, and then uh, we went to that game, and then he flew home the next day. So how so was, was your, good for us. How was your experience at much maligned FedEx Field? You know, I we had a... It, to be honest, it really did look like a Bills home game. I mean, it was very blue in there. There was a lot of Bills fans there, so that was a lot of fun. And um, the place itself was a lot of fun. Not to be whatever, but the stadium could use a little work. A lot. Sorry, I'm just being a little It could little use honest. a wrecking ball is it, what it could It was use. a little, um, yeah, I've been to probably about 10 games across this, uh, the United States, different ones, and this was definitely, it was a little sad. I think you're echoing felt, what everybody else I felt else bad. Says. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but, Absolutely. I mean, we had fun, and the, and the Commanders fans that were there were fun, and, you know, it was a nice time. It was good that it's close and cool thing to take my dad to absolutely you know? and bills fans they they travel great they travel so well. i assume they did take up a i had another buddy of mine who went to that game and he said just what did you he did. say that yeah that's yes. crazy tried to get him to give me a percentage number he couldn't really give me that but no. it was a pretty overwhelming yeah. number i think I so think. too yeah. yeah it was at least half yes for real yeah uh, definitely would, if not more i would believe yeah. that absolutely i need to know how many people have been asking or calling or talking about um travis kelsey and taylor swift oh my god oh my girl you're in on that aren't you Ooh. you know what you really are is that i mean you're not you're not being sarcastic <laughs> no here, right? you're i love her it. you're loving i it. love the whole thing i can't get enough of it have you been to any of her I concerts did you stop. get to any no. of her she's so hard to get tickets it is. to it is. Oh, even if it's not about the money she's just like it's hard yeah. you have to be a like looking at three or four different states that she's in and it's crazy yeah i love it i, I think th- that he loves it too because let's be honest he's like a like all into the showboating and he likes the camera and a little crowd, so yep. who knows? Yep. Maybe it'll work for the two of them. I think the diehard <laughs> sports fan is annoyed by it. Of course. The diehard football fan is annoyed by it. How could you not it. be? But I'm not. Like, I think no. I am a diehard football yeah. fan, but I think it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I kind of became a Taylor Swift fan only because she played all these NFL stadiums. And I thought that yeah. was cool. Like, I'm a Philly guy, and she started out. Second second uh, concert was in Philly, That's which cool. is kind of her hometown. Yeah. I know she lives in Nashville now. See, I know enough about it. See, look at that. You're a fan, too. She grew up just outside of Philadelphia. So I actually think it's been it's been kind of cool. I think it's and fun and funny. It like it's not too. my team, right? So, right. I mean, you know, if she was all like dating Josh Allen, I don't know how much I'd love it. Yeah. But, let you it know. be a distraction. She's to the not. Chiefs, so right? that's what I'm saying. Yeah, let, it seems to be. Geez, they're having so no problems. Still. Here's the big deal. I didn't think we were going to get onto this topic, <laughs> but obviously she's dating Travis Kelsey. <laughs> yep. She's gone to Kansas City games. She's been uh, wearing all the Kansas City gear. Yep. But she's a self-proclaimed Eagles fan. Mm-hmm. So when they who have a Kelsey on their team as of well, course. his brother obviously. Yep. Jason. So when the Chiefs play the Eagles, what's in a she few gonna weeks, do? Exactly. What, what is she, she gonna, gonna do? do is she then? gonna go with her boo, or is she gonna <laughs> go with her? 
you know, her yeah. home team. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's going to be very interesting to see. Tune in and find out. That's right. right. The NFL is loving that. The whole they world are. is going to How are they in. not? Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. I know. We just don't want to overdo it. Like I, I said, know. the true football fan gets annoyed <laughs> by that. Anyway, all right, let me wrap it up with you again. Awesome. Uh, tell, no tell everyone about tonight again in case they want to come by, check out Monday Night Football or yeah, the baseball Yeah, don't forget playoffs. about our double bucket special. So wings, five pounds of wings, and five domestic beers. We'll put them in separate buckets for you and everything, <laughs> okay. I swear. We won't mix them. Yeah, it'll be good to go. Oh, $49.99, and then, of course, we'll have the game on tonight, and then we'll have um, the uh, baseball games on for you guys as well. And the tailgate menu tonight as well, right? Yep, tailgate night. menu Beautiful. as well. Awesome. Absolutely. All right, we'll keep talking about it. Uh, Michelle, thanks. Always thanks, fun to get Bob. with yeah. you. Good luck to the Bills the rest of the All way. All right, appreciate it. Thank and you. And Uptown Alley. Thank That's you, right. Michelle Vivian from Uptown Alley with us. Fun spot to come to. Come on out tonight and enjoy the Monday night game and the baseball playoffs and the great food and drink. we got to get a break in here before we get to the top of the hour. We'll do that. Come back on the other side. 1061 ESPN. Looking for Braves baseball? Your search ends here. Follow every curveball, stolen base, and grand slam of the playoffs here on the exclusive home of the Atlanta Braves in the capital city. 1061 ESPN Richmond. Getting ready to get to the top of the hour, but Matt, guess who just stopped by here at Uptown Alley, who I give all the respect in the world to because his favorite football team is one of your least favorite football teams that crashed and burned on Saturday, and he showed up in his gear, in his T-shirt and his cap. Caesar. You got it. You got it. I heard you mention him on Border to Border. And not only, well, he didn't call in, but he actually showed up. He came here to Uptown Alley. The U cap, the U t-shirt, pretty impressive. I got to give him I got to give him respect for that, you know? Uh, yeah, unlike that uh, Miami fan you're sitting next to. Yeah, I give all the respect to Caesar. <laughs> He's only here because we're paying him to be here. Otherwise, AJ wouldn't show his face. So we gave Caesar the gift card, actually for showing up. His first one to come by said hello. Gave him the $25 gift card up right here to Uptown Alley. Appreciate that, Caesar. Still one of the dumbest coaching moves of all time. But hey, you know, it it, it, ha- it doesn't happen much. Go Dodgers! <laughs> well, I'm okay. I don't care about the Dodgers in this series. That's for sure. But yeah, what happened to the Hurt? What the Hurricanes did to themselves the other night, that makes it tough to be a fan. So I appreciate you coming by on Monday, especially in your you gear. Uh, 5 o'clock hour, the sports huddle coming up after the break, live from Uptown Alley. Come by and say hello to us. We'd love to see you back after the ESPN Sports Center update, 1061 ESPN. Peace. The heat of summer means one thing to sports.